look after your teeth and gums. Brush your teeth um, every every time you wake up and at bedtime. Make sure you get like everywhere around your mouth, even the back of your teeth. If you kind of don't, then you'll have them fall out. If you don't look after your teeth, you'll get black and brown. To help keep your teeth and gums healthy, visit the dentist regularly. To register with a dentist, simply telephone or visit a practice in your area and ask if you can register with them. You can find a dentist near you using the NHS Inform service directory. You're listening to the cream of the crop with Cat's Cream, only on 107.9 Cam Glen Radio. Meow. Yes, hello and welcome. You are listening to Cat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio with you until one o'clock. This is Cat's Cream. And on today's show, we have got Liz Allen continuing our series of phenomenal women. Pull out a £20 note and have a look and you may see the stern features of Kate Cranston. She was Deborah Meaden of her day, a real dragon. I'm also going to be joined by Colin Curry, a percussionist who's performed here at number 18 a little while ago. And we're going to be talking to him about his his career as a percussionist, as well as loads of great tunes. Here's Oliver Tree and David Guetta with Here We Go Again.
You are listening to Cat Scream on Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. Guess it's true What they say About love And it doesn't last forever No It can take All you've got Right after it lifts you high up Where do we turn to After the love runs cold We were so close But now I am on my own Guess it's true What they say About love And it doesn't last forever No It can take All you've got Right after it lifts you high up Where do we turn to to remember That was, we kicked off with Here We Go Again, Oliver Tree and David Guetta. That was then followed by The Eves, Caroline and Marissa there with their brand new track called After The Love. Now, they had been performing at Murrayfield Stadium as part of the the rugby entertainment just before the kickoff. And I'm sure they had a great time at that. We're going to go and listen now to some swimmer one. 20 years too soon, 20 years too late. Honey, don't let life break your heart A brand new decade is about to start There are too many things that I regret 
Sometimes your dreams don't come true Then you wake up in the morning and the sky is blue And it's not too Cat Scream, 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. I know it's a bad idea, but how can I help myself? Been inside for most this year, and I thought a few drinks they might help. It's been a while, my dear, dealing with the cards life dealt. I'm still holding back these tears When my friends are somewhere else I pictured this year a little bit different When it hit February A step in the bar, it hit me so hard Or oh, how can it be this heavy? Every song reminds me you're gone And I feel the lump form in my throat Cause I'm here alone Just dancing with my eyes closed Cause Dances With My Eyes Closed. It is apparently the first single from his forthcoming album Subtract and it is his 14th bestseller on the official's UK singles chart. Putting him in the likes of the same bracket as Cliff Richard, Westlife, Elvis Presley, 
you name it, he's done incredibly well. And of course, I'm sure that's going to be a huge hit for him. Now, on a Saturday night, Graham comes on and does his GMS show. He's gone for this track. It's called Don't Give... Don't Give Me Your Life by Alex Party. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk.
party, don't give me your life. And if you like that, make sure you're listening to our game on a Saturday night between 7 and 9 right here on Cam Glen Radio. Now we're going to do some community announcements. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. Music Broth is launching a crowdfunder to help fund their project of making a musical instrument library into the new financial year and beyond. Any donations received will be matched by Creative Scotland. If you have any spare few quid or are able to donate, go to the crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash p forward slash support music. Are you interested in health, education, sport or science? Or do you want to work on skills for work and life? A collaboration between Open Learn and South Lanarkshire Council means you can choose from a thousand courses and learn for free. The class is running in Spring Hall Library on Crookham Road every second Tuesday and to find out more, email communities at southlanarkshire.gov.uk And finally, Macmillan Lanarkshire have reopened their Campus Lang support base. It's on every Wednesday from half past one to half past three and they'll be able to help with accessing financial support, practical and emotional support and help to arrange transport for appointments. You can drop in and there's no need to book ahead. And that's all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. So we're going to go and listen to Zara Larson and You Can't Tame Her. Before, smell her perfume as she walks through the door. I wanna know what it is. 
across to Fern Hill, from High Cross Hill to Halfway, and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio, one hundred seven point nine FM, your local station. Now, Action for Happiness have got a calendar and it's lots of activities to promote well-being. Now, I quite love going for my walks and getting connected with nature. And we were away for the weekend, so there was plenty of bracing sea breezes on my walks. We're becoming more sedentary, apparently, as a nation. So, at the next song, why not have a little boogie around the dance, the living room, the kitchen, wherever you happen to be. This is Will You Be There. This is Jaylee. <laughs> When the music stops in its silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the lights come on in its silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the room's empty and there's nobody Will you be there? Will you be there? When there's nothing left and there's no money Will you be there? Will you be there? Will you be there for me when I'm on my own? When I'm lost in this world and I can't find my way home Looking for light in this world full of darkness I can't see the signs, I don't know where the start is Would you guide me on this road when I'm at? Show me directions, keep me on the right track Help me to slow down if I'm going too fast Tell me to hit the brakes if you think we're gonna crash When the music stops in its silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the lights come on in its silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the room's empty and there's nobody Will you be there? Will you be there? When there's nothing left and there's no money Will you be there? Will you be there? When the music stops and it's silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the lights come on and it's silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the room's empty and there's nobody Will you be there? Will you be there? When there's nothing left and there's no money Will you be there? Will you be there? Will you be there for me? Like I've been there for you When I saw too much and you're feeling confused When you're looking for a way out in this mad life I'll say shoot for the stars, strap in and take flight You don't need to worry about the stress and all the other hangs When you feel so high, just spread your wings But when your head's in the clouds and you can't come down I'll bring you back to earth, put your feet on the ground When the music stops and it's silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the lights come on and it's silence Will you be there? Will you be there? When the room's empty and there's nobody Will you be there? Will you be there? When there's nothing left and there's no money Will you be there? Will you be there? So answer me this question Will you be there? Will you be there? There you go, that's Will You Be There by Jay Lee. Now, a previous interviewee with Sally Ann, we had her in talking about her career as a singer. She's teamed up with musician Keno. This is their new song. It's called The Way. And if you missed the interview, you can always catch it again on Listen Again through the Cam Glenn webpage. Where is the way I let it go? Where is the way that I will show? Go 
just a few weeks ago and I'm sure you can listen again on our listen again function on the webpage of Cam Glenn Radio. Now coming up we have got the interview that I did with Liz Allen who's going to be talking to us all about the amazing Kate Cranston. She was one of the original Dragon's Den, in fact she sounds like a bit of a dragon so why don't you grab a cup of tea, sit down and listen while we hear all about the amazing Tea Room Founder. 
Aboriginal women. This time we are looking at Kate Cranston, the woman who was founder of the Tea Rooms in Glasgow and part of the temperance movement. So you'll need to tell me lots and lots about that. So Liz, carry on. Why don't you tell us all about Kate Cranston? I will do my absolute best to give you a flavour, get that, tea rooms flavour, of the life and the legacy and the business practices of Kate Cranston. And we're doing her for April Cat because she passed away in April 1934 in the leafy suburb of Pollock Shields in Glasgow. Now, Kate Cranston is one of those women who has now been deemed so important in Scottish history that she's on the Royal Bank of Scotland £20 note. And the reason for that is probably her encouragement to two very young designers. So there's our story in a nutshell, but that wouldn't be much of a talk for you. So I better get started. She was a member of a business family. They were in the trade. Her father was a baker and a pastry maker. And then he broadened out his ideas and he became the proprietor of a hotel Her brother, Stuart, was a tea dealer and tea had been really a luxury item for the better off folk. But by the time we're looking at Kate's early adult years, tea had become much cheaper. And also, of course, not every part of Glasgow had decent water to drink. So the fact that you boiled the water before you had the cup of tea made it also a healthier drink than the water that was available at the time. The other aspect of tea, which you've already mentioned, Kat, is that it wasn't alcoholic, which made it very, very popular with many folks in Glasgow at the time because, you see, there was a terrible amount of drunkenness in the streets of Glasgow and especially in the pubs of Glasgow. And Glasgow was one of the main centres of the Scottish and British temperance movement. And that temperance movement was so powerful that they were campaigning actively in Glasgow to see what could be done to improve the morals and the money and the habits of the Scottish people. So Kate's brother, as I say, was in the hotel trade. He made some tea rooms. He offered people in his adverts tea and a sandwich. And it was Kate who really developed that and took it further by making the whole going out for tea a nicer experience. How did she do this? She gathered her wits together. She gathered her money together. And by quite a young age, she had decided to join in with the new ideas in Glasgow and move on and see what she could do. Because not only was Glasgow a boom town at that time, not only was tea becoming much cheaper by that time, but you see, big shops were being built by that time. So ladies who wanted to go out and go shopping wanted to stay out a bit longer. They wanted to go to the shops, have a cup of tea and a sandwich and a nice scone or a cake and not immediately go home 
Now that is only possible if you can be comfortable, let's put it that way, about how you spend your time. And here we're coming to one of the practical aspects of Kate Cranston's ideas. She offered lovely ladies' toilets. Now, you can forget your Art Nouveau panels that we'll go on to talk about. You can forget about the beautiful gâteau and the elegant waitresses. One big practical reason that Kate Cranston's tea rooms became so successful was she provided lovely, clean facilities for women. And it's a little realised but immediately recognised aspect of why the tea rooms became hugely popular. And they took off because of that. They took off. Ladies could lunch. And not only could they lunch, they could lunch in these wonderfully bright, modern surroundings. Because you see, that's what Kate Cranston did. And that's why we are talking about her. Because as she opened her tea rooms, eventually there were four of them in Glasgow. The most famous is the one called The Willow. But not only did she open the tea rooms, but she gave chances to two modern interior designers just at the beginning of their careers. And these two were Charles Rennie Mackintosh and his wife, Margaret MacDonald. Yes. Who we've done before. Who we've done before. But now we're looking at how important Kate was in their life. As their patron. Their patron. In fact, really, Kate Cranston's fame rests not just on the scones and the pastries. It's on the fact that if we go down the what-if line, what if Kate Cranston hadn't given them money? and independence to craft their new ideas, we might never have had the Art Nouveau that has made Glasgow so famous across the world. Mm -hmm. And even, Kat, to take it to a practical reason, we wouldn't have had the tourist industry we now have because the tourist industry, a huge element of it is go to Glasgow, look at what Rennie Mackintosh did, and the buildings that followed after the tea rooms were only possible because Charles, Rennie Mackintosh and Margaret were given the start-up by Kate Cranston. No, no, absolutely. Sort of heard about George Walton before, but it was hmm. yeah, mainly Charles, Rennie Mackintosh and his wife Margaret and their Gressel panels that we talked about before. Yes, and why wasn't Margaret given due credit for that? Well, we could have another talk about maybe sexism, but they regarded themselves as a team And you really can't see where Charles' work stops and where Margaret's work starts. And I don't like to just call them the Macintoshes because in a way that still diminishes the contribution of Margaret. Mm -hmm. So I now try as much as possible to say Charles and Margaret and as working together and acknowledging how important each of them were to this production of the tea rooms After all, it was Charles who said of Margaret, I only have talent. Margaret has genius. And the idea of the light coming into the tea rooms, these gesso panels, and with Charles and Margaret, the designs were every aspect of the tea rooms. And that's where we should give credit 
to Kate because she saw it wasn't just to be the panels on the wall. It was also to be the chairs. It was also to be the lighting fixtures. The menus. The menus and even the cutlery were all together bound by these innovative, radical ideas of Charles and Margaret. It must have been quite a sensory experience to go into one of these tea rooms. In fact, it was described in many ways as being just so impressive and so wonderful as if you were in fairyland. And one aspect... I think we must say, is the contrast of this ethereal purple glass setting of the tea rooms with Miss Cranston herself. Have you seen a few pictures of Miss Cranston? She looks very Victorian. Yes, she wears her big crinolines. And I thought to myself, why is she wearing really such old-fashioned dress? I don't know. Have you got a reason that you can think of well, for I that. if it was linked into the temperance movement itself. You know, yes. maybe she didn't really approve of the more modern fashion. Well, she didn't, in fact. She was interviewed late in her life and she didn't approve of shorter skirts or women smoking. Another reason I thought was, you know, she maybe as the owner of the tea rooms and as the woman who welcomed these modern women into the tea rooms she maybe didn't want to compete with them on the fashion stakes Mm -hmm. just looking more respectable and more reliable in that way and maybe to give herself a bit of gravitas in the business yes she was yes because she was one of the very few women running a business there are these lovely wee words by sir edwin lutchins about our kate She had married, she had married John Cochrane, a very happy marriage. And she retained being business savvy. She retained her Cranston name in her business. And here's what Lutchins said about Kate. Miss Cranston is now Mrs Cochrane. She's a dark, fat wee buddy with black, sparkling, luminous eyes. She wears a bonnet garnished with roses and has made a fortune by supplying cheap, clean goods in surroundings prompted by the new art of the Glasgow School. So th- from Farm Cross to Fern Hill, from High Cross Hill to Halfway, and across the southeast of Glasgow, this is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Your local station. He saw quite an eccentric, almost person. Kate Cranston landed in the right place, providing these facilities in the tea rooms. So as well as the public women's toilets, tea rooms meant that respectable women, including women who wanted to think about independence, who wanted to think of obtaining the vote, could meet together and keep the respectability without being supervised by men. And really, you could see the tea rooms as a very important, practical way that these women could get together. In fact, there was a tea room in London and in the early days of the suffrage movement, around the time of Kate Cranston in Glasgow, If you went to this tea room in London and you showed your suffrage badge, 
you got a discount. So they knew this was a marketing chance to have independent women meeting together, discussing their future and having tea and cakes and scones and sandwiches. So there you are. She maybe didn't realise how much she had helped the more modern women, but she did give them a place to call home to discuss their futures. And it wasn't primarily women that she was after either. It was, oh, no. it was men who were doing business and were away from home and had a, a respectable place to come and do business, as opposed to the pub, which was being regarded as a bit sort of... Yes, yeah, and these businessmen could also, they could meet. She had specific gentlemen's rooms. She had rooms for ladies. The bigger picture is that the, the man on business could, with complete confidence, say to his wife when he went home, where did you go at lunchtime? And he could say, well, I went to a Cranston's tea room. So the wife would feel less worried about where he'd been lunchtime as well. So she, she was a benefit to men as well as to women. Yeah. And the other thing then is I was going to say about her brother, her brother being the tea merchant and how his tea merchants had been the sample rooms. And of course, because tea eventually, more people were drinking tea, so it sort of created more things in Kenya and India. And that was sort of an expansion of the empire. Yeah, and now that's been back in the news recently. I mean, this legacy of empire cat... It continues. Are you referring to one of those recent nasty stories about the tea plantations? About the one in Kenya mm -hmm. that's supposed to be supplying things like PG Tips and Sainsbury's, who are big, you know, English mm -hmm. brands, really. Yes. And, of course, they've been in the news because the supervisors over there are asking the ladies to perform sexu sexual favours. Yes. Yeah in order to enhance their career or get off the horrible weeding duty, which is long and hard. And bending your back and the physical strain of that. I think when you and I are, are selecting the women in our bundle of amazing women, we go into it hopefully with quite an open attitude and we never really know where our bit of studying will lead. I mean, you do your bit of studying and the thing that you really raised today was this very dark side of the empire and power and it would be there in the Victorian days and sadly it's still there in the 21st century. And despite the fact that there's legislation to say that shouldn't happen, shouldn't happen. and you have to go to your, your English bosses and point this out to them and they'll look after you and of course what's been happening is that the women have been going to their English bosses and saying X, Y and Z is trying to get me to do whatever it is. And the next thing we hear is that these ladies are then asked to move from the company. Yeah, it's the huge threat of disciplinary action, of losing their work, and it's all about the total power that these employers have over these work folk, workforce that makes them their money. Mm -hmm. And when I was looking at Kate Cranston, and she's held up as this beacon of women into business... And then, like you, I'm looking at the, the, the length of hours these women are working. Fair but demanding. Is that code for very, very tough boss? And how far does a tough boss go down where until you say, well, actually, that's not tough, that's bordering on abuse. And these are the stories that we're still looking for mm -hmm. of the ordinary workers who are not on the £20 banknote, 
but made that success possible. And also, not just Kate Cranston's success and the money it brought her, but also the ongoing success and the money that it brings into Glasgow, all because of the Art Nouveau connections. It's such a, a winding path from the 13 hours a day women working there in that glamorous and beautiful setting who made it possible to where we're looking at the abuses of empire that are still going on. We never know where we're going to end up, do we? No. And what's the musical choice? Oh, well, I got my support team onto that one for you. I think our listeners will love it. Can we please have the kinks singing have a cup of tea it's very good Granny's always raving and ranting and she's always puffing and panting and she's always screaming and shouting and she's always brewing up tea Grandpappy's never late for his dinner cause he loves his leg of beef and he washes it down with a brandy and a fresh made pot of tea have a cup of tea
you go. That was the kinks there with Have a Cup of Tea. And my thanks, as always, to Liz Allen for looking into the astonishing life of Glasgow's very first entrepreneur, really, who, who created a huge amount of industry with the tea rooms, Kate Cranston. Now, we're going to go and listen to Sam Ryder, who is currently out on tour. He's got his debut album out, There's Nothing But Spaceman, and this is Somebody. It's a great track. <laughs> Every weekend, like a rooftop in LA. When it heats up in the evening, you cool me off like lemonade. So don't go changing like the seasons, cause you're perfect in every way. Baby, gotta love this world leading. If you were running, I'd lead your campaign. Hey. Got you got somebody who loves you. You got you got somebody who loves you. Baby, you and me, we got chemistry. Call it alchemy, call it what you want. I don't know what I believe in, but what a time to be living and breathing. And I got a feeling that we're here for the same thing. You got somebody who loves you. You got you got somebody who loves you. Wake me up. You're the caffeine in my coffee cup. And like a shooting star, you light me You got somebody who loves you. You got you got somebody who loves you. There you go, Sam Ryder. Somebody that's from his debut album. There's nothing but space, man. 
Anyway, he's out on tour at the moment having an amazing time. He's got a fabulous voice. I saw him doing the New Year show and honestly, it was a massive karaoke face. Really worth listening to. Now, we're going to go and listen to this is a new band. This is Tiger Lily. They are two sisters, Kendra and Kirsty Slauberg from Hazen, North Dakota. They've become a viral success with their track. This is called Shoot Tequila. <laughs> Your name on the bathroom floor, I swear to God I won't drink tequila no more. 
There you go. That was Shoot Tequila there with Tiger Lily Gold. Two sisters, Kendra and Kirster Slauberg, as I said, from North Dakota, now living and working in Nashville. They were doing country to country in London, Glasgow and Dublin. They were a big success. I think in that particular track, like I said, is going viral. It's all over TikTok, um, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. I, I actually really, really love it. The video is very, very funny as well. So we are going to go, I'm waiting to go to the news and then after that we're going to be speaking to the percussionist Colin Curry all about his career and about his new projects that he's taking part in. So a little bit of ABBA just to take us to the news. Radio News. Margaret Ferrier has called for more sanitary bins in men's toilets. The MP for Rutherglen was speaking in Westminster, told MPs that 1 in 25 men over the age of 40 have urinary incontinence, highlighting that her constituents were concerned about the lack of legal duty to provide sanitary bins for men. A Rutherglen man who started his own fundraiser to help launch an inclusive clothing brand. Azim Ahmed, who suffers from muscular dystrophy, wants to start clothing brand Equal, which will raise awareness of disabilities. Creating the brand after being forced to drop out of college due to support issues, the entrepreneur wants to prove everyone wronged. Having already reached 10% of his goal, Azim is looking to launch Equal between May and June. Rutherland Bakers got a surprise when a former Bake Off star judged their competition. Kevin Flynn, who made it to the final six of season 13, judged the big bake-off at Stonelaw Church, where all proceeds went to Rutherland Reach Out Trust, who work with young people in local schools and churches. One of Camglin Radio's own presenters, Rosalind Barclay, is part of a group of writers who have came together to make a book. Ros, who's already published two books alongside ten other writers, contributed to the new book, Tales from the Battlefield, which had its launch earlier this month. 
and then Sport Cambuslang Rangers captain Scott Anson may be out for the rest of the season after he slipped a disc in training injury. The Camby side have a growing injury list with Kyle Maxwell suffering from a dislocated knee. Co-boss Billy Campbell is worried about both of their injuries. I'm Leona Stewart. That's all your Cam Glen Radio news. If you have a story, please email news at camglenradio.org. Cam Glen Radio Weather. So this afternoon we'll start with overcast skies. Further spells of rain will continue drifting in from the west for the rest of the day, some turning heavy at times. Tonight we'll see variable cloud cover, allowing for some clear intervals to develop at times. It will be dry to start with, but towards dawn a few light showers will develop. Your high tonight is 12 and your low is 6 degrees. And that is your weather right here on Cam Glen Radio. Let's go and listen now to Sailor Darling. This is called The Chosen Lonely.
So I, now the band is called The Chosen Lonely and the song is called Sarah Darling. I read that round the wrong way round. Never mind. You're listening to Kat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio and I am joined in the studio with Colin Curry. Thank you so much for joining me, Colin. Now, the reason I'd asked you in is because I had been in to see you do a performance here at number 18 when you were explaining about the marimba. That's right, that's yep. me, yeah. Uh, which is basically a massive, great, big, a fancier version of an xylophone, I think, is the best way of that describing is, it. I've never heard a better way of describing it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how you got into music and how you started it. Yes, well, I grew up in Edinburgh and... Um, I started quite early with musical studies, generally started with the piano, um, but I really loved the drums, if you like. So I was just a wee kid who liked to make noise and put together my own little drum kit after a while, a snare drum here, a tom-tom there, and gradually built up a whole kit. Um, but then in my early teens, what happened was I, I really uh, found I had a great love of, of perhaps more classical music, like the orchestra and so forth. And then I started coming through to Glasgow once a week for lessons here. And that's when I really became interested in contemporary classical music, if you like, and symphony orchestras have always been a great love of mine. Uh, and so things have taken shape very gradually since then. Now, that's really interesting when you talk about contemporary classical music, because I think for most people, classical music stops around maybe yeah. Benjamin Britten. That's a yeah. It's Williams. It, yeah, yeah. It's good to think of, of those two composers in that context. It's the type of music I play is 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 has such a wide range of styles though, uh, and cl contemporary classical music is perhaps even not the best label for it. It's very hard to label any music really because even in the classical era there were so many different types of of composers and writers and who had different ways of composing and different systems and different aesthetics and so forth. So contemporary classical music, one day I could be playing something, you know, very avant-garde, very modernistic, kind of kind of squeaky, if you like. But, you know, mercifully, the next day I could be playing something quite poppy or, or jazzy mm -hmm. even. So I play a lot of different styles and that's the appeal for me. Wow, that sounds amazing. I was trying to think about um, the percussionist because I, I grew up singing in choir. So, of course, I had the percussionist standing right in front of me. Wonderful, yeah. And what I always wondered is, what what do the percussionists do? Because you seem to walk off stage long before the rest of us get to walk off stage. Well, perk of the job, let's say. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, the orchestral percussionists at the back, um, sometimes it might seem like they're sitting around just waiting uh, and not doing very much. But it's it's that vital moment, isn't it, when they come in and, and play the cymbals mm -hmm. exactly where you need them or that little ding on the triangle that completes a piece of music. So, yeah, they're not to be done down, the colleagues at the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it just seems that when, when you know, obviously as the choir, we're always there. <laughs> we're not allowed to move. We're not allowed no. to fidget. <laughs> and then, of course, all the violinists, they seem yeah. to be there permanently as well. They don't yeah. get to go off for a, a sort no. of a wander. But sort of the ones at the back, like the woodwind and the brass... And, and the percussion team do seem to disappear for an early team <laughs> before the rest of us get off stage. I just wondered what what, what happened there. You know, why, why was that the case? Or is it just the way that the music is written is that it tends to be more the violinists that, that get yeah. the sort of prime I think there's two things parts. going on there. I mean, I think, first of all, there's the perennial rush for the tea room. You know, <laughs> I, I remember specifically, I used to work... Uh, as a freelance percussionist in London, and uh, one of the orchestras I worked with the most was the BBC Symphony Orchestra. And you could see, they would start at 10.30 in the mornings, and you could see at, when it got to about 20 to 11, the, the 
my section, the people at the back, they'd start putting in their orders, oh, coffee, you know, one milk, two sugars, oh, let's get a wee Kit Kat, you know. And then as soon as the conductor called the break, yeah. the appointed person would be out of there. So <laughs> that's going on. And then um, for how an orchestra works, yeah, it must be said that, that the violinists, or the strings perhaps, uh, as a whole section, have, have the most to do. I mean, if you're a first violinist in an orchestra, you're carrying that top line for a whole symphony. Um, they they really, they, they you know, they have so much to play. Their pad of music for a concert could be 20, 30, 50 pages of music. Mm-hmm. Percussionists might only have one. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's a bit of give and take, I think. But then in something like, I was thinking Carmina Barrara, yeah. you know, when, when you're doing the whole, yeah. the, the Wheel of Fortune bit at the beginning. Yeah. which I'm sure people will recognise, or even if you don't recognise the name, you will definitely recognise the piece of music because it's in all the adverts and yeah. things. Yeah, Old Spice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Old Spice advert. And all of that is, is it tends to be the percussion that's bringing yeah. it through. You know, we're following the percussionists to, yeah. to generate the tension as we're coming to the huge big crescendo at the end. And the, There were lots of things like that that I seem to remember. We, we were having all of that. And, of course, we got to talk to the percussionist, which we were never allowed to do with the violinist, obviously because they were so close to us. We could talk to them and, and hear a bit more about them. I was wondering, did you have, like, I don't know if there is, a sort of percussionist pop idol or, you know, <laughs> sort of a, a mentor or something like that that you would have inspired by or followed? That's a good question. I mean, I... So in the in the 1990s, an interesting thing happened. I mean, we've been talking about percussion being at the back of the orchestra, but really there's been this... It's very hard to describe the intensity of the explosion of activity in the percussion world generally, and this immense onslaught of a huge, huge amount of repertoire has come in the past 20, 30 years that has changed our role entirely. And you mentioned a piece like Carmen Burana. A piece like that is a kind of pivotal piece that pivots away from the more sedentary style of playing percussion that takes us to something more in the in the foreground um and so there, there have been many many characters over the years and inspiring players um i was very much enthralled by a danish percussion duo called the safri duo which are two outstanding um musicians morton fries and ufa savory and they were touring in the 90s and i was captivated by the way they played um you should check them out they're beautiful players Huge, big sound, very warm sound, but but very articulate at the mm-hmm. same time, which which I think uh, informed me a lot about how I tried to play as the years went by. Um, and of course, endless endless drummers. I mean, there's so many rock drummers. You know, Ginger Baker, uh, one of my favorites. Buddy Rich was a favorite. I actually saw him in concert on what turned out to be his last ever European tour. Uh, that goes back a bit. I was only ten years old at that time, but th- there are so many great players out there to inspire uh, mm-hmm. percussionist and drummer. Wow, I just wondered, you know, what, with the idea of being percussionist, it's, and it tends to be things like the timpani and, yeah. and the the pipes. The, oh, the, the tubular bells, no? Or Is that what they're called? You know, I can't remember. But we used to have lots of them in the Christmas carol concerts where it's the, the long pipes and you bang Tubes. the pipes. Yeah. yeah. They were incredible. And, of course, like I said, hugely popular. And, of course... Things like sleigh ride and stuff where you've got the bells going and the tambourine yeah. and everything. That's always amazing to hear in, in Christmas concerts and things like that. 
So tell me a little bit about your personal project. What is it that you've been working on recently? Yes. You've got to go to Abbey Road. Oh, yeah. So so exciting. So I have this major musical odyssey in my life, which is this obsession with and pure love of the music of Steve Reich, who's an American composer. And again, a bit like the old Spice advert, if you think you don't know it, you actually do, uh, because his music has very much uh, entered the, the mainstream and our kind of... Uh, collective musical consciousness and he's influenced so many writers pop musicians bow down to him jazz musicians classical musicians he is a legend he's now 86 years old and he's been writing incredible music uh, since he was a young man and there's this wonderful canon of, of of repertoire often featuring percussion in very prominent roles so i formed a, an ensemble colin curry group um which was really to specialize, not exclusively, but to really concentrate on his music and play as much of it as we can. In more recent years, we uh, started a record label, uh, Colin Curry Records, in conjunction with London Symphony Orchestra, who have given me a lot of um, uh, assistance and advice and support and encouragement in this project. And we've been recording his music. So we have a very exciting album being launched on April the 21st, which is probably his most celebrated masterpiece, a piece which is simply called Music for 18 Musicians. And we recorded it in Abbey Road Studio 2, the famous Beatles room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're absolutely thrilled with the results. You know, it's this big, symphonic, beautiful, exciting, emotional piece. And um, it, it's, it's a very exciting time to be able to start sharing this with 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 yourself and the uh, public at large. Excellent. Well, that seems like a very good place to actually bring this in, then, this the break piece. And here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
So that was Reich. Yeah, exactly. Reich, uh, Reich. Music for 18 musicians. Yeah, that was a, it's a little sneak preview uh, of the whole album. The piece is divided into uh, a dozen or so sections, and that was section six, which is one of the livelier ones. So we decided to release that as, as a single. So that's, that's Christmas number one right there, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're doing pieces like this, how do you get people, or how do people become interested? Because it's maybe mm. not as known as, say, something by Mozart or Handel, yeah. or, or is there a sort of thriving interest in the modern classical music? There, there truly is. Um, actually, we'd have to say that most musicians in my group turn their hand to a number of different styles. So one day they'll be playing Steve Reich with me, and indeed the next they'll be playing Mozart in a chamber orchestra. Um, or many of them play session music, so they play for films or in larger symphony orchestras. But um, the interest in Steve Reich is quite strong, um, but I always need to um, take care with the musicians I ask in, because as you maybe heard in that track, one of the main things is that rhythmical precision, that groove, that stamina. So it's not a question of, of making some kind of romantically flourishing soloistic line in a piece of music. That's, that's never really required here. It's that solidity of groove and that beauty of sound, which is maybe not an automatic combination, but you really need them both to, to perform this music well. Wow. And what's the plan with the, the, the music, the, the album that's coming yeah. out? So um, we've got an exciting time ahead. Um, Steve actually wrote us a new piece um, called Traveler's Prayer, uh, which is a, a, a wonderful and rather meditative piece. It's rather a, a, a gentle, thoughtful, introspective work. And we're still in the midst of, of giving the premieres of this piece. So the world premiere was in Amsterdam. We've also played it at Carnegie Hall in New York. We played it in Paris um, and Hamburg and London. And we're now about to take the final step of, of that particular premiere, which is to perform the piece in Tokyo, in Japan. So we have a relationship with a hall there called Tokyo Opera City, which is a stunning venue, um, great acoustics and a beautiful uh, stage, wonderful place to perform. The sound is very magical. And as well as giving the um, Asian premiere of uh, Traveler's Prayer, we'll also be performing Music for 18 Musicians, uh, which coincides with the launch of this album. So that's April the 21st. So that's that's going to be a big day for all of us. Excellent. And a trip over to Japan as well. Yeah. Superb. And how do people follow you on the likes of social media and things like that? Yeah, I've got I've got most of those channels open. Uh, I mean, I, I, I try and keep uh, posts up to date and certainly doing a lot of, of splashing around right now because of the album. It's, it's, it's quite a big deal for me and everyone who works with me. So we're really trying to get that message out. And we just want people to hear it because we're, we're such uh, firm believers in this music and uh, take great joy in, in sharing it with everyone. Great. And thank you for so much for coming in to talk to me today, Colin. We're going to listen to another piece of music. Do you want to introduce this one? Yeah, sure. So this is another American composer. He's called Bryce Dessner. And you may have heard of the uh, indie American indie rock band, The National. And he's one of the guitarists in that band. All right. Yeah. And uh, a fantastic composer. He's written myriad works, lots of film music, great ballet scores, concertos, symphonic pieces. But this is a very delicate, intimate piece called The Trump Miniature. And it's written for the instrument that I was playing here uh, in, in, um, in number 18. Uh, you, you're referencing the, the xylophone, the overgrown xylophone. Uh, uh, so that's, it's a piece for the overgrown xylophone, the marimba, and it, it's called Trump Miniature by Bryce Dessner. 
Has it got any relation to Trump? Uh, the spelling is T R O M P. So it's so, like yeah. slightly different. Yeah. Here we go.
was Trump Manager with the Colin Curry um, group and my thanks again to Colin for current coming in to talk to me all about playing the percussion instruments within the orchestra and obviously for his own personal projects there. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Cam Glen Radio. Community announcements. Hop, bop and get crafty with the Easter Bunny at number 18 venue on Farmland Road. Get dancing, play games and create some Easter masterpieces. It takes place on Thursday the 6th of April from 10 till 11. To book, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash what's on. South Lanarkshire's Youth, Family and Learning looking for volunteers to help with a project to teach participants to make their own environmentally friendly cleaning products. The project aims to launch at the end of April. If you're interested, you can call 01698 452154 or email gw21mardenallison at glow.sch.uk. Rutherglen Repertory Theatre, popular evening of one-act plays, is returning to Rutherglen's Town Hall on Friday the 14th and Saturday the 15th of April at half past seven. The plays are entitled Spelt and Hidden Meanings. Tickets are £8 and can be bought from the Town Hall box office or from cllcboxoffice.co.uk. And that's all of your Cam Glen community announcements. Let's go now and listen to Ollie Moore's with I Found Her.
Hill to halfway and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM, your local station. There's a reason for the sunshine sky, there's a reason why I'm feeling so high. It's be the season. When the lily shines all around us So let that feeling Grab you deep inside And send you reeling Where your love can't hide And can steal it Through the middle of nights With your lover So let the love grow Like a man in a dream Just let the love grow But as small as a dream to love show And you'll know what I mean It's the season So let the love fly Like a burn our wind Just let the love find you To all heaven times Let the love shine And you'll know what I mean That's the reason There's a reason For the warm sweet nights There's a reason the candlelight must be the season When the love light shines all around us So let that wonder Take you into the space And lay you under It's loving embrace Must feel the thunder As it warns your face You can't hold back So let your love go Like you may And you'll know what I mean, it's a season So let the love fly Like a burn I wind Just let the love paint you To all heaven dance Let the love shine And you'll know what I mean, that's the reason
So first up, we heard from Molly Moores there with I Found Her. Then that was Callum McPhail and his version of Let Your Love Flow. Now we're going to go to Pleasure Heads. This is Y2K. <laughs> is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. 
There you go. That was Pressure Heads with Y2K. Now, I was sent an absolutely stunning album fairly recently from somebody I'd interviewed before. This is Ruth Campbell. She's a Christian singer-songwriter, so she writes lots of music that is about her faith as well. This one is called Be Still. It's from a brand new album. It's called The Prodigals. And yeah. <laughs> Be still and know 
from the brand new album Prodigals by Ruth Campbell that was Be Still moving on to something totally different because five minutes in this show and we're doing something completely different this is 1975 with O'Carroll I've been suicidal You've been gone for weeks If I'm undecided You decide for me Maybe I'll do you wanna? I try anything that you wanna. I try.
ago. That was 1975 with Oh Caroline, so we're coming rapidly towards the end of the show. Got a couple more tracks to squeeze in, including our featured artist, which is Steg G. I never thought I'd be playing a hip-hop artist, let alone a Glasgow one, but we're going to be playing that very, very shortly. Now, coming up later on today, we've got the family radio show with Amy Doherty between 2 and 3. At half past 3, we've got a brand new programme here, which is called Press Pause. And then we've got Blues Past and Present with Susan Lyons from 6 with Jamie Heaney at 7 till 9 and Jim Corbett with the old chart show from 10 till 11. So make sure you're listening in here all day at Cam Glen Radio. But let's go and do Cam Glen Radio's Featured Artist. Yep, like I said, I never thought I'd be talking about a hip-hop artist, but here we go. It is Steg G. He's got a brand new album out called Demons. This is one of the tracks from it. It's called Voices featuring Freestyle Master. I got different voices to shout out ahead. I got different voices to shout out ahead. I got different voices to shout out ahead. I got plenty of demons under my bed. I got different voices to shout out ahead. I got I go one saying don't another telling me dear I'm okay when they debate until they make me obey It's tumultuous, there's no escape, they straight like a banner In the matrix of my mind, I'm the architect that made it I torture the artist world and make it create I vilify the angels that fill me with hate I horrify my parents with my toxic rage And keep my ego up my side like an obnoxious man Nowhere to hide when bad and evil collide They unite with parasites, then they dine on my life It's an emotional raid where these ghosts decide If the host will ever find the voice he lost inside They turn up uninvited at peculiar times Some contrite, some spiteful, they bully my life I cacophony a noise in my unruly mind Some are shouting out peace, some are pulling a name I got different voices to shout out ahead I got different voices to shout out ahead I got different voices to shout out ahead I got plenty of demons under my bed I got different voices to shout out ahead I got different voices to shout out One saying don't I wish they'd all just shut up But I know that they won't It's a challenge to be sober That I lose every day Living life on the edge Where the weeds in decay I'm my own worst enemy My true emotions I conceal I pretend I'm in control But it's not me at the wheel I try to say no But somehow always say yes With the choices I make Always ending in mess in my eyes and growing lies in my face I've got trust issues within my own headspace I got a loss of love, loss of faith but I remain a fighter I got a channel in all demons which you bored right up My thoughts are running wild, I'm wishing I could forget I got a voice deep inside, that's a ghost of regrets It's getting louder, getting stronger, cutting through like a knife So I'm shouting out cease while I'm pondering life that was Seg G from his brand new album called Demons that is called Voices featuring Freestyle Master now to finish us off then this is the last with Here She Goes There She Goes Even and that is the 
pick of I forgot. There we go. The Jamie Heaney Show. Tonight at 7 till 9. Make sure you're listening to Jamie. Jamie, let's finish off with the Laz. <laughs> <laughs>